a thief hunted. In a daring assault, Anakin Skywalker and his Padawan Ahsoka boarded the warship of cunning bounty hunter Cad Bane to recover a stolen holocron containing a list of the galaxy's Force-sensitive children and future Jedi Knights. After a desperate chase and duel with the villain, Anakin and his troops defeated Bane, but were forced to evacuate his doomed vessel without the holocron. Bucketheads, Mevar T. Gar, welcome to the 51st Force-sensitive child rescuing episode of Mandovision. Nargai Tom, and thank you so much for checking out this small, independent Star Wars podcast. Remember, the best way to reach out to us is via social media. We are at Mando underscore Vision on Twitter and Instagram. You can email the show, MandovisionTom at gmail.com. Please make sure to like, subscribe, and share this podcast with all the other Mandalorians in your covert, if possible or so inclined, and listening on that sweet Apple podcast. Five-star reviews, they are the, the boon. They are the olive branch. They are, they are the, the, the thing that will get us out there into the world so that other people know to listen to this fine, fine show that you have discovered for yourself. And, you, and the greatest gift you can give me is to give those five-star reviews. They are incredible at helping small podcasts like us. So thank you in advance for doing so. Remember, we are on all your favorite podcasting platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Pandora, Amazon, Audible, and so many, many more. Ooh, I'm so excited to talk about this episode. We are here, as I said in the intro, you know, force-sensitive child rescuing episode of MandoVision, right? This, but we're talking about Star Wars The Clone Wars, but you could easily say, like, hey, man, we're talking about The Mandalorian, right? We're talking about Baby Yoda. We're talking about Grogu himself, right? Right? kind of sort of in a way it was really hard to, to well not hard it was really interesting to watch this episode of the show and and sort of not get uh, uh an echo of the mandalorian when you look back on this particular episode but uh this is a very as obi-wan says later in this episode this is internal jedi matter uh and and you know rescuing these four sensitive children from cad bane and and whoever he's working for the nefarious we know it's in the, the nefarious Darth sidious but the jedi don't know that they don't know that yet they remember they still think Darth Sidious is they don't know about Darth Sidious they just think there's some sort of you know it's whispers whispers in the dark side that uh, that there's someone beyond Dooku we'll get there that's down the road those episodes are coming uh, but still some really interesting stuff again like I said there's sort of a, an echo effect with this episode uh, when you compare it to the Mandalorian, when you compare it to Grogu and his fate, but obviously it's a very different circumstance for for little Grogu and for uh, Din Djarin. You know, it's it's a, it's a different galaxy at that point in in the Star Wars story. You know, there is no Jedi Order anymore. the The Empire has come and gone, but the remnants still remain, and and puts Grogu in, in a different situation. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about about the plot here, about maybe what Sidious has in mind for these children as we get to it, but let's, let's, I mean, we haven't even really talked about the episode yet, and, and we haven't done the most important thing about this, this show. You know, we, we have one thing that must be done. Strap on your buckets. Let's go. It's blood, sir. And it sure isn't for many of our men. 
Wait! You're injured! That might be serious. You're no clone! Ahsoka! There it is. There it is. That's that's the beginning of this episode. We pick up right away from where we left off in the previous episode. But before we can do that, we got to talk about the 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 episode itself. Where are we? What are we doing? What are we watching? Let's get into it right now. All right, we're we're here for season two, episode three, Children of the Force. Original to air date is October 9th, two thousand and nine. Our plot for this episode, with the information from the stolen holocron, Darth Sidious orders Cad Bane to kidnap several. Four sensitive children for his scheme. This episode directed by Brian O'Connell, written by Wendy Miracle, with uh, Henry Gilroy as the supervising series writer, and uh, Drew Z. Greenberg as the supervising writer for the episode. Our cast, a lot of the principal players that we all know and love at this point in the show are back. Matt Lanter is Anakin Skywalker. Ashley Eckstein is Ahsoka Tano. James Arnold Taylor is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Terrence T.C. Carson is Mace Windu. Corey Burton is Cad Bane. Ian McCrombie as Darth Sidious slash Chancellor Palpatine. Tom Kane is Yoda, Admiral Yularen, and our narrator. Jamila McMillan is Mati Dunn, ROZ67, and the computer voice in this episode, doing triple duty on this episode. James Mathis III is Captain Typho, and D. Bradley Baker once again back as the Clone Troopers, Captain Rex, and Commander Cody. Our Jedi fortune cookie for this episode, the first step to correcting a mistake is patience. This is an interesting episode. Uh, that's an, excuse me. This is an interesting fortune cookie for this episode because of, again, in the last episode, Ahsoka is the one that urges Anakin towards patience, to to not uh, foolhardly risk his life in pursuit of Bane, but to to get out of that that exploding separatist ship with the clones, with Ahsoka, and and kind of live to fight another day scenario. Uh, in this episode, and and we'll get to the scene. Uh, it's a completely different character that urges Anakin for patience. Uh, that ultimately pays off so that Anakin and Ahsoka are the ones who are able to get to the proper location at the proper time and and be the saviors of this episode, to be the ones to rescue those children. It's uh it's really it's really interesting. Like I said, we'll get to the scene where that, that line plays the strongest. But we, we pick up this episode and again it's another fast paced action oriented episode. Closing out this 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 season two opening trilogy of episodes with Cad Bane as our main antagonist, and um, um, we start with a bit of a continuity glitch, continuity error, in in in, in one sense, as that show, that show, you know we open the shuttle is coming back to the Republic cruiser, and and again we see our team de- debarking, dis dis de- deboarding the shuttle. You know, Anakin and Ahsoka, they go off. And remember, we closed the episode with them going to talk to Admiral Yularen. Uh, we see them just talking to another clone trooper, which is a little interesting. So we're not quite sure what the glitch is there. Though Admiral Yularen does make reference to being in the hangar at some point. Uh, late, you know, later on as Cad Bane is attempting to escape. Uh, but what, what's interesting is this time, instead of following Anakin and Ahsoka for that conversation with either Yularen or that clone trooper, we go inside the shuttle and we catch up with the clones who came from the Separatist ship with Anakin. With So we're, we're talking about Rex and the disguised Cad Bane himself uh, in, in the armor of a clone trooper. And uh, again, it was a little interesting to see that perspective, but also balance out with that weird kind of continuity glitch. So two things to keep in mind when you're watching the episode. It's, it's uh, yeah. And they, they, the, the clone trooper that Bane is disguised as does have a name. His name is Denal. And uh, 
we just heard a little clip there where he was revealed. You know, obviously Bane got injured while he was fighting off those clone troopers. And uh, his, his, his green Duro's blood was on the floor of that shuttle. So a very, very interesting way to very quickly reveal that Bane not only is alive, but he's about to make his escape. And he does succeed in making his escape. It's, uh, it, it's a really good scene with Anakin attempting to pursue Bane while he's uh, stealing a shuttle, taking, stealing a, a Republic fighter. He's going to try and use the hyperspace rings to get away. Anakin tells Yularen to lock down the rings, and you get sort of a, a reference, a callback, uh, to Episode Four when C-3PO is on the comm. And telling R2-D2 to shut them all down, lock them all down. And, and you get a little bit of that from Yularen as he's telling his crew to lock down the hyperspace rings so that uh, Bane can't make his escape. But of course, Bane does. He gets one before they can be locked down. And, and uh, yeah, that's how it goes. And Bane makes his escape. And we get to hear a little bit of what Bane's Bane, uh, Bane reporting into Sidious. And that's an interesting clip. I'm going to play that for you right now. Actually, before we do that, there's, there's two things to note here. As Bane makes his escape, uh, Anakin does a very Darth Vader move uh, where he swings around, puts his arms behind his back, and kind of stalks away from what just happened. It's very Darth Vader-esque. When you, when you see it, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, but then we, ha we have to go back to the Jedi Council, and Anakin has to report that Bane uh, not only escaped, he escaped with the holocron, that he escaped with the list, and that these children of the Force are now in danger. And that gets us to our scene with, with Sidious and Cad Bane that I'm going to play for you right now. Check it out. I have no problem. Anything else I can help you with? I need test subjects. Choose four children and bring them to Mustafa. I will take care of them. Kidnapping innocent children. Seems like a small-time crime for the likes of you. Among the children of the Jedi, there are no innocents. Sure, sure. As long as I get paid, it makes no difference to me. Hey now, hey now. Alright, so then we go back to the temple, and the Jedi are attempting to use the Force to deduce where Bane will strike, where he's going to, what he's going to do with this list, which children he may be going after. Oh, I also wanted to note, I did think it was interesting that uh, apparently Bane just has a closet full of his jacket and hats. Like, he just keeps spares wherever he has to go because, uh, you know, he, he lost that gear to make his escape to disguise himself as a clone trooper in the last episode. Uh, but apparently he just keeps multiples around, and I think that's really smart. Another another uh, good aesthetic for, 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 for Cad Bane to have, you know, just, just you find a jacket and a hat, you know, you find your, your signature look, get all, the, all of it that you can. So that you, if you have to bail out of it to disguise yourself as a clone trooper, uh, you, you can go back home and, and you still have your favorite jacket and your favorite hat ready to go. That's smart. Cad Bane, always thinking three moves ahead. This guy, I love it. I love it. <laughs> so now we go to the Jedi Council room and we see, uh, we see, we see Mace Windu and Yoda and Obi-Wan and Anakin uh, attempting to, again, to figure out where Cad will strike, which children of the Force are in danger. And uh, it's interesting as they, as they all sort of present different pieces of information and they sort of piece together the, where he's going to go. I think the scene plays out really nicely. Uh, ultimately, what happens is, is uh, we get ah Ahsoka and Anakin are going to team up and go to Naboo to rescue a, a Gungan child. Um, and I was, I was racking my brain about this because when, when we find out that it's a Gungan who is on the list of potential Jedis, I, I had to think, and I... I was sort of drawing a blank, and I don't know if anyone out there in 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 our in our wonderful audience can answer the question. 
but have we seen a Gungan Jedi anywhere? Obviously, in season one, we had the episodes where uh, uh, Jar Jar was mistaken for for a Jedi and for a, the Bombad General episode and, and those things. But I was trying to think of other pieces of Star Wars uh, material, whether it was in any of the novels or even the comic books. You know, anything. I was I was trying to think if we've seen a Gungan Jedi before, and I was sort of drawing a blank. But if any, if anyone has a, a reference out there that they can they can think of, I mean, I'm I'm sure I can Google it at some point too. That might just be easier, and maybe I'll get an episode, an answer for you up at, at the end of the episode. But it was one of those things that made, made me pause, and I was like, "Wait, have we seen a Gungan Jedi, an actual Gungan Jedi, in anything?" I sort of want to, I, I kind of sort of in the back of my head think there was reference to one, uh, in the in the High Republic books, in, in the, one of the first two High Republic books that I read. But I couldn't, I can, I couldn't swear to that. So maybe, maybe I will be hitting that Google machine between, uh, between takes here. We'll see what happens with that. Uh, but uh, so Ahsoka and Anakin are gonna go to Naboo and help the future Gungan Jedi. And then Obi-Wan will go to Rodia. Remember, we've been to Rodia before, back in Season 1, in, in one of the, the episodes where, where Jar Jar is mistaken for a Jedi Knight. Uh, so we've seen Rodia before. This is a little bit more of a, of, a, of a bustling Rodia, though. A lot more activity going on, a lot more of a population that we can see and feel. I also wanted to point out that, you know, we didn't talk about it very much in the last episode, but Bola Rapal, the Jedi who was the caretaker of that Kyber crystal with the information on it, uh, Bala, Bala Rapal, a Rodian. Uh, now we're going to Rodia, and we have to rescue a Rodian child. And, I, you know, maybe I'd forgotten uh, that, that Star Wars had, had done this on occasion, where they would show these, these young children and like, these, uh, these, these babies. But we get, like, a baby Rodian, and we get, like, a baby Nautilin in this episode. And they're super cute. It's not just Baby Yoda that's the cutest thing on the planet, though he still is. But but it's like oh they have you know Star Wars hasn't done a, they've done a pretty bang up job of having some cute kids in it I think it's just because uh, you know this this series this animated series was very niche for a very very long time it was for like the diehards and and but now that it's on Disney Plus and it's more out there I'm surprised there isn't more of a groundswell for uh, baby Rodian toys and baby Nautilins and stuff like that though maybe it's coming maybe the next wave of Beanie Babies is going to happen and that's what it's going to be who knows. But uh, yeah, something interesting to consider. So our heroes are about to split off, go in different directions, and and again, we still have Cad Bane out there lurking. A lot going on in this episode. A lot of a lot of high stakes coming up. Okay, so I did a quick Google search there, and yeah, there have been some some Gungan Jedi's in in some of the the canon, uh, though I don't think it's considered actual canon anymore. This this child that we see might be the only canon Gungan that we are aware of at this point in time. But it's it's it is to be noted that there was in a role playing game a, a another another Gungan Jedi named Kenya Dosen and a uh, Gungan Sith named Kosa Yinhadu, and uh, again that's in some old role playing game uh, supplemental materials that exist out there if you are curious. So again, Obi Wan's going to Rodia. He has to get there. We turns out Cad Bane's already there. He's impersonating a Jedi. He's come to take a child. And he's going to make his escape with that child. Obi-Wan springs into action, attempting to stop Cad Bane, but he can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. Bane escapes with a child. Strike one for the Jedi on this one. Uh, it's not until we get to Naboo. And I want to play the scene there where, where Anakin and Ahsoka arrive. And we, 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 get the, we, we hope that they are there ahead of Cad Bane, which seems to be the case. Here's the scene. General Skywalker, they told us you were coming. Has the Gungan family been notified? Yes. Captain Lunker here is in charge of the operation. He will take you to Jengwa City. Let me take the lead, Master. I've got a score to settle. 
All right, go with the Gungan. I'll be there shortly. And that's when Cad Bane arrives. So we get a bit of a, of a plan here to to draw out Cad Bane and to capture him, which is exactly what happens. Ahsoka, with the help of Anakin Skywalker, are able to capture Cad Bane, and now they have to figure out what has happened to the other children that he has taken. And we get a fun... Oh, I should mention, before we before we leave Naboo, that we get to see the Gungan child, and... Um, yeah, I'll, I'll give her some cute nods. Uh, Ruru Page is her name. Uh, we don't know her story, obviously. This is her first and only appearance. We don't know what ha we don't know what happens to these children of the Jedi. You know, looking back at Revenge of the Sith and the the message that Obi Wan sends out to warn people, uh, to warn the other Jedi's not to go back. Uh, you would imagine a lot of these these children, these Force sensitive children, uh, were never taken in. At least you, you kind of hope not. It's possible they were at the temple by this by by the point in time of Revenge of the Sith, and they possibly died at the hands of Anakin Skywalker. We don't know for sure. That's it's always been an interesting part of, of the lore. Now we also know about the Inquisitors that come down the road too. The Inquisitors with Darth Vader hunting down Force sensitives and killing them, if not you know bringing them over to become other Inquisitors themselves. But that's a whole different thing. We'll get to it. We'll get we'll get we'll talk about Inquisitors later. Let's not worry about ourselves about Inquisitors just yet. But again, the first and only appearance of Ruru Page is in this episode. So Cad Bane taken, uh, made prisoner, and we're gonna get, we're gonna get <laughs> the uh, I don't even know what I want to call this. It's not, it's not like a, it's not like the wire or anything like that. It's not like homicide life on the streets. But we get, we get Jedi Knights interrogating Cad Bane, and uh, Cad sort of scoffs at at them and their their rather weak attempts at at uh, interrogation. Let's play a little bit of it here. We know you've taken at least two children. Where are they? Beyond your reach. Who are you working for? I work alone. It is only a matter of time before we locate the Holocron. Make it easier on yourself. What are you going to do, Jedi? Torture me? I think the fear of whoever you work for outweighs your fear of us. This conversation is over. So the Jedi are a bad bit of an impasse here. They don't know what they need to do here to, to get the information. They have a conversation in the hallway. Anakin and Ahsoka join for that conversation, um, and it's they come up with a rather unique solution to attempt to compel Cad Bane into helping them. Uh, all three of them, all three of the masters themselves, uh, well, not master. Anakin's not a master, but a fully full-fledged Jedi Knight, Anakin Skywalker, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Mace Windu, will attempt to use the Force to persuade, to compel Cad Bane to help them. I want to go ahead and play this scene now because it's rather intense. This is the, the the way the Jedi use the Force here against a very strong-willed individual like Cad Bane. Uh, very, very interesting. Very, very fascinating. Uh, his resistance to it, the sort of anguish, the torment that he's sort of going through to fight off this this powerful Force attack on his mind. Uh, I really, really liked it. I thought it, I thought it was really cool. So I want to go ahead and play this out a little bit. You will take us to the Holocron. Jedi mind tricks don't work on me. You will take, take us, us to the Holocron. Forget it. You, you will, will take, take us, us to the Holocron. Holocron. I, I won't. 
and you will take us now. I will take you. Get out of my head! Perhaps we should try again. I have had enough of that. I'll take you to the Holocron. You'll get your children back. Alright, so it's also at this point that we have to wonder, everything we've seen from Cad Bane over the course of, of the previous three episodes, including season one's finale, uh, Cad Bane, a man with a plan. Again, always a step or two ahead. He's got to have an angle here, right? And and we, we, we get to hear a little bit about that. Uh, the, the, even the Jedi believe that he has an angle here, that he's not just going to kind of give up on what he's doing. And and so that, that plays out in a rather interesting way. One of the things I liked about what's coming up here is uh, a rather interesting philosophical issue amongst our characters because again something that, that will factor more heavily into revenge of the sith and that would be when the the, the philosophy of or the the struggle of internal jedi matters that the republic needs not be concerned themselves with and and chancellor palpatine's attempt to insert himself into jedi affairs and anakin skywalker's belief that as as the soldiers of the Republic, they have a duty to keep the Chancellor informed. And that, that, that comes to light here in, in, a, in a scene that I think is very, also very, very interesting. So I want to go ahead and play a little bit of this. And, and we get, we get, this is where we also get the, the idea that Mace and Obi-Wan are very well aware that they are, they are most likely going into a trap at Cad Bane's behest. The Chancellor wants a report on our progress. Tell him this is not Republic business. It's an internal Jedi affair. I'm sorry to disagree, but as long as the Jedi are acting as a military, we should report to the Chancellor, even on internal matters such as this. Well then, I guess you just volunteered to go. Give the Chancellor my regards. Now wait a minute. I agree. Report back here when you're finished. This could be a trap, Master. You sure you don't need us to go? Of course it's a trap, Skywalker. I will contact you when we find the children. What if they don't find those kids? They will, Snips. Come on. All right, so they're going to take off. Our here, you know, they're taking off with Cad Bane. They're going to follow his coordinates. They're out in the middle of the uh, of the unknown regions, and uh, which makes them a tad suspicious to begin with. And the, our our good friend Anakin Skywalker is going to go see his good friend, the Chancellor. What's interesting about this scene is they arrive at Palpatine's office, Ahsoka and Anakin, and Palpatine's sort of just dismissal of Ahsoka. He glares at her. He glances at her. He says nothing to her. And then he brings Anakin into his office and keeps Ahsoka out of, uh, of out of there. He says, excuse us, young one, but that's it. And is again, very dismissive of her. And I'm curious if that is simply because he wants to discuss privately with Anakin situations and scenarios. Or if this is sort of... Um, that imperial anti-alien mentality and that he sort of that palpatine in groups has to put up with but now in in, in a private moment can just dismiss this 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 alien who is an, a, again a non-human 
But I don't know if it's more to that, that or other, other than the fact that he just wants to talk to Anakin alone. So I, I did want to talk about this scene, so let me play it out here. It is good to see you, Your Excellency. As so he glances at Ahsoka. Excuse us, child. And he brings Anakin to his office, leaves her out there. Just to chill. I understand you made an important arrest in the plot to destroy the Jedi. To think a simple bounty hunter could create such a plan. I believe someone else, someone much more powerful, was behind this. And I don't think it was Dooku. Oh? And have you any clues as to who it may be? Not yet, Chancellor. Have patience, my boy. All right, so have patience, my boy. So again, you see the multiple strings with which Sidious slash Palpatine is, is working here. It, it, it almost sort of seems to be that this is part of his grand plan for Anakin, that he is setting him up here, in, in, a, in a sense, to, to be the one to find these children, right? I mean, that's a possibility. Again, Sidious seems rather unnerved that someone does arrive at his facility and he can't execute his plan. But the fact that it's Anakin to be the one that does it, I think serves his purposes almost as well as if he got to enact what he intended to do with these children. Uh, so I, I think that's something to keep in mind here too. Because remember, Anakin's fall to the dark side is not sudden. It is a very gradual thing. You see the tolls of... of, of the war and, and kind of being pulled in, in multiple directions, keeping secrets from the Jedi, his secret, his marriage to Padme, trying to have a relationship with Padme, balancing that out with his Jedi obligations and Jedi duties. Obviously, he has a responsibility to Ahsoka as his, as his, uh, as, as her mentor, as her master. Uh, Anakin's pulled in a lot of different directions. So the subtle manipulations when, when Palpatine's at work with him, uh, I think cannot be discounted as easily as, as like, oh, that's just a random scene there where they just chit-chatted. No, no, no. Palpatine's always playing an angle here. He's always setting things up for down the road. You know, I've talked about how Cad Bane is one or two moves ahead of the Jedi. Uh, Palpatine's playing a whole different game. Palpatine is is like ten moves and three chessboards ahead of everybody else. He's got the long-range objectives here. Like, he, if you read the, 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 the Darth Plagueis books, uh, you know... What I'm talking about here, like, like they're talking about decades-long plans, like things they seeded 50 years ago coming to fruition in the Clone Wars. It, it's, it, it's, 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 it's the sort of long game that you can only respect because it's so well thought out and so well conceived. But again, Palpatine, multiple moves, multiple pawns, strings being pulled in every direction across the galaxy. He has his hands in so many pies. The man loves pie. He must, because he has his fingers in so many of them. It's it's ridiculous. So so don't just dismiss that scene as, as something casual. It's yes, his plans will will be stopped, and I'm sure that annoys him. But it being Anakin to be the one that does it, I think that pleases him. So it's not a complete loss in in, in that regard. So our, our next big scene, big our excuse me, our next big scene here, we cut to Mustafar. We find out that Sidious is keeping the children that he has on Mustafar. Mustafar is a big deal. And uh, we'll talk a little bit more about Mustafar in a moment, but let's 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 kind of play this scene out too, because here's where we, we get our, our idea of what Sidious wants with these kids, so I wanted to play this out here, so let's go. All right, there's our base above lava. 
Cute Rodian kid. And a hologram of Sidious. There, there, child. Soon you'll cry no more. Master, subjects of this age rarely survive the slave conditioning procedure. I'm afraid the risk is necessary. The natural talent these children possess is too great to be wasted by the Jedi. I foresee an army of Force-talented spies in my service, trained in the dark side to peer into every corner of the galaxy from afar. And my enemies would be helpless against such vision. If the surgery fails, I will have lost nothing. Boom. There you go. Dark. Dark stuff from the Dark Lord of the Sith. What, what would you expect from a Sith Lord? But... Again, interesting to, to note what he says there. An army of spies. At, at, at first, I wondered if, 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 if he was thinking along the lines of the Inquisitors. But the Inquisitors are far from spies. Uh, they're very much a blunt instrument. You know, they, they arrive to deal with, with Force-trained Jedis and, and, and to, to either kill them or corrupt them and bring them over to their side and make them Inquisitors. This made me wonder, this made me think, I, I, as, as a fan of the old canon, this caused me to call back to the original... Expanded Universe books that kicked everything off. The Timothy Zahn, you know, Heir to the Empire series. And when we're introduced to Mara Jade, former hand of the Emperor, his sort of uh, super secret agent who he would dispatch on his own personal missions to run his own uh, personal espionage and, and, and counterintelligence missions and, and things like that. And again, Mara Jade, Force-sensitive being, uh, controlled and manipulated from a young age. And so I, I, that was the comparison that I drew there that I thought was very, very interesting and very, very fascinating. And and for the life of me, I couldn't remember if this is a is a, is a plan or a scheme of Palpatine's uh, that we that we get to revisit down the road in in another episode of the series or not. So I guess I'm going to be pretty surprised when we come back around, or if we come back around to something similar to that. Uh, but that was that was sort of like the illusion that I drew was like, oh man, this is like a Mara Jade sort of situation because that's her backstory from a very young age. She's a small child when 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 brought into 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 uh, Emperor Palpatine's service. And, and he controls and manipulates her and teaches her everything he wants her to know to make her an effective agent of the Empire, again, to be uh, the, the hand of the Emperor. And, and that was always a really neat character with like a really great uh, backstory and motivation and, and just incredible reasons for hating Luke Skywalker when we first meet her in the, in the Heir to the Empire novels, uh, in that Heir to the Empire trilogy basically what is commonly known as the Thrawn trilogy that introduced Grand Admiral Thrawn to us all so that was kind of where I went with that I'm curious if you all thought of something else or, or, or if there's another piece of the mythology that maybe I'm not connecting the dot to let me know very very curious we should also note again Mustafar what a big deal it is to go to Mustafar this early into the Clone Wars again as an audience our first introduction to Mustafar is not until Revenge of the, Je Revenge of the Sith so seeing it now in the middle of the Clone Wars is is uh, it's interesting because obviously we know the importance of it to Darth Vader, but what its importance to the Emperor is also of of great interest as well because uh, what we find out from a lot of the other other materials out there, the books and the comics in particular, is that Mustafar is a a, a world uh, of great dark side energy, and and so Sith lords naturally would be drawn to it, and they've done a lot of really neat stuff over the years with with Mustafar. Uh, as it relates to Darth Vader, you know, in in a post Revenge of the Sith galaxy, 
I, I, I would love to see a, a more of an exploration of it with Palpatine. But, you know, again, we only kind of get the hints and the whispers. But we know it is a place of great dark side energy. So that's, that's why we constantly go back to it. Uh, it is something of a font for the dark side. It is a, a well of dark side energy. And, and we get a little taste of that. Uh, even, even going all the way forward into uh, The Rise of Skywalker. Again, a film I'm not a big fan of. But you, you see that. You, you, that's why that cult is there. That's why uh, Vader built his castle there. I mean, there, there's a lot to get into with all the dark side energy there and, and the machinations that different dark lords have had on Mustafar. But, again, important to note that that is where he's setting up his operations here because it is a world of great dark side power, and why not make that your base of operations here? So now we're going to fast forward a little bit with uh, the, 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 the trap has been sprung. Bane has trapped the, the Jedi Mace Windu and Obi-Wan Kenobi, and he's made his escape. So what's, what's going to happen next? Anakin and Ahsoka are sort of sidelined here, but they're going through Cad Bane's ship and, and uh, a, a little kernel of information, a little, a little uh, the beginning of an idea forms for Anakin, and they begin to do some, some uh, sleuthing and figure out what the heck's going on. And let's play it out. Us. Bane picked up a lot of volcanic ash on his travels. What have you got, R2? Looks like Bane erased his navigation records, but not his fuel computer. So? Well, if we cross the list of planets we know he visited, with the distance he traveled... We may be able to calculate where else he went. That's a new one. It's an old Jedi trick we use to track down smugglers. Okay, let's see. Gliansom... Rodia, Mustafar, Naboo. Wait, Mustafar? There were no children on Mustafar. It's a mining world. Very remote. Probably stopped there to refuel. That explains the ash. But it was six systems out of his way. Maybe he met up with whoever he's working for. It's worth a look, isn't it? Well, anything to get out of this hangar. All right, it's at this point that the episode moves insanely quickly as we, as we rocket towards our conclusion here. For this this uh, this episode of of Star Wars: The Clone Wars, because wow, listen, it's just this is just how it has to be. It's just how it has to be. So Obi Wan and Mace are going to be able to get the holocron. They're they're able to recover the holocron uh, before Bane's base blows up, so they can make their escape as well. You got uh, Ahsoka and Anakin. Now that they know that uh, that Bane has been to Mustafar, they're going to go and investigate which will lead them directly to the children. Turns out they were right. As Palpatine predicted, patience was the best ally in this scenario for Anakin. His patience is what led him to go down this path to find the children, to recover the children from the droids. I like how quickly, uh, uh, once Sidious is informed that ships are coming and it's not Cad Bane's, that he quickly abandons this base. He's like, dump it. You know, turn the gravity off, let it fall into the lava, take the kids to the secondary location. And as you know, you never want to be... If you're abducted, never go to a secondary location willingly. That's never going to be good for you. That's a John Mulaney joke. Never go to the secondary location. <laughs> That's bad, 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 bad. So I, li I like that. And then you get the rescue scene where, uh, again, the gravity's turned off. The, 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 the structure is falling into the lava. These droids are holding the children almost as like shields, but attacking the Jedi. So the Jedi have to be very cautious. Anakin and Ahsoka have to be very cautious in their battle with the droids. Not only because the droids are, are armed and trying to kill them, but you don't want to harm the kids. And at the same time, the, 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 the structure, the, the, the platform, collapsing into the lava. 
Uh, Anakin gets to make a great rescue here. You force pulling one child to him, then bouncing off the droid, who is uh, perilously hanging above the lava, and then running up a wall, which is very much out of like Fallen Order video game. I loved it. Loved seeing that. That was super, super cool. And they make their escape. And the installation is destroyed so that all evidence of like maybe who's pulling Cad Bane's strings remains a mystery. And that's where we cut back to our good friends on the Jedi Council. And let's see what they have to say about things. What do you think about that? And you might hear the tail end of the base falling into the, into the lava, but here we go. The base was completely destroyed, Master. And so was any clue who's behind this. Mm, most unfortunate bitches. We still have Bane. No, they don't. Uh, he got away again? The important thing is that the children are safe and we have recovered the holocron. The list is intact, and there is no evidence it was copied. Still, the future of all Jedi, uncertain is. Move forward cautiously. We must. All right, there it is. That is the episode. That is Children of the Force. What a great episode. I really enjoyed this. Much like the other episodes in, in this series, I, th I think this is a rock-solid uh, three-episode arc. I, I, I get 8.5 for me. Big fan of this. I love the action. I love the pacing in these three episodes. A lot of like really quick stuff. And even the slow, quieter moments, like Anakin with the Chancellor. Again, it's a short scene, but there's a lot there to kind of parse through. And, and, and again, seeing the machinations of Palpatine and the multiple levels he's working on. Uh, it's it's impressive, and they, again, it's not even it's not even obvious in this episode. You just have to kind of it's 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 three dimensional chess he's playing, and everyone else is playing two D. You know, it's that, that's what's going on there, and I, I love it. I love it so much. And as the show plays out, and as the show goes on, we'll we'll get into more of of those levels of those layers that Palpatine's getting on. But we're we're so early in the show still. I mean, it's season two, but things escalate quickly in this season, and and things get more complex as the show goes on and, and we start get, diving into the, some of the mythology and the lore of the jedi and the sith some great stuff to look forward to i hope you're all having as much fun looking back on these as i am this is just a real real treat for me and i thank you all for coming with me on the journey it's been a lot of fun and we're going to keep it going a reminder next week actually you're hearing you'll be hearing this episode on monday tomorrow may the 4th may the 4th be with you we will be back with another new episode covering the opening pilot, the, the debut episode of The Bad Batch. We can't wait. We're so excited to cover The Bad Batch. It's going to be a great, great podcast. That's going to drop sometime during the day on Tuesday. I can't swear to what time just yet, but you will have that episode at some point on Tuesday. I'm, I'm leaning towards releasing it later in the day so that everyone will have a chance to, to watch it, and then you can listen to the podcast later on in the afternoon or early evening part of the day. So that is the plan there. And then we'll be, we'll be back on Friday with the next Bad Batch episode, okay? So there'll be a little bit of a pause uh, between between resuming coverage for Star Wars Season 2 of The Clone Wars. But that kind of makes sense, though, because we, we're at a good stopping point here. We, we, we finished this opening arc with Cad Bane and, and his plot to, to kidnap children for Darth Sidious. Uh, so now we'll be able to get to spend some time doing Bad Batch stuff, and that'll be a lot of fun. Get ready, get ready, get ready. Thank you all so much for listening. My name is Tom. This is the Mando Vision Podcast. Remember, the best way to follow us is on social media. It's at Mando underscore Vision, Twitter and Instagram. Email the show, MandoVisionTom at gmail.com. Make sure you're liking, subscribing, and sharing the show with all the Mandalorians in your covert, people you have life debts with, people you have blood feuds with, everybody. If you're on Apple Podcasts and you're inclined, 
please give us a five-star review. They are so insanely helpful. We remember, we, we remember, remember, we are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Pandora, Amazon, Audible, and so many, many more. And if we're not on something, let me know. I'll make sure we get on there. All right, let's close it out. Let's get out of here. We're going to be back extremely soon with The Bad Batch. But remember, we can't close. We can only. Oh, my goodness. What day is it? We can only close this podcast one way. And this is the way. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way.